Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is February the 11th. 2020, the, the start of spring training for the Baltimore Orioles. Pitchers and catchers report today. Strong hand. Hey, I mean, you know, if it's getting closer to the end of winter, you got to point out something like that. Spring training, come on. Gold age 2020s. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. What's what's this? How many, how many fingers am I holding up? Five-digit realm. Conviction. Compete, don't complain. Be a unique beast. Relentless. This is your home for Bitcoin insider information. And yeah, and yeah, I am offended by selling. Okay, if you've got questions, I got answers. Last day in El Paso, um, on my way to LA. Of course, the one day it rains in El Paso and I have to walk to the bus is the day I'm leaving. So yeah, it's going to be great. Maybe it won't be raining, but I'm probably going to get wet. Um, but if you got questions, I got answers. Hello, my elite friends. I'm looking forward to LA where it does not rain. Well, in the winter, it rains some, but I'm looking forward to LA and El Paso has been, it's been relaxing. Now it's time to move to the big city. All right. Um, remember this Friday, 2 PM Baltimore time. That's in New York and Boston, DC, American hodl, American hold, whatever you want to call them. Adam from uh, up in the uh, Pennsylvania area, he was on 10 weeks ago. He's a pretty cool dude. And Vlad will be on. So, yeah, American hold, American hodl. I don't like saying hodl, dudes. Um, yeah, he's legendary. So that show on Friday, 2 p.m. Uh, Baltimore time, and that's 7 uh, p.m. in London and 11 a.m. in in uh, beautiful Los Angeles. So that Friday is going to be an exciting this week in Bitcoin show. Best guest in the freaking space, as we say. And so I got to remind everyone, it's it's definite. Long Beach, 7 p.m., February 20th, link to below. I will be speaking there. I look forward to seeing a lot of you uh, there. I know people that watch the show will be showing up in Long Beach, uh, February 20th, and that's really soon. And then two days later, I will be in Las Vegas at Unconfiscatable. I won't be speaking. Probably not. <laughs> Have no plans to, but I will be there. Uh, thanks to Tone Vase and uh, the crew over there. So that, that's a fun time if you want to see some uh, old school Bitcoin dudes and and uh, not gamble because when you're uh, when you're with Bitcoin, you're not gambling. Now you can get tempted by what they sell there in Vegas, which is some nasty stuff. Unhealthiest city in America. Don't pound that like button for gambling and smorgasbords and oh. Oh my God, smoking, it's terrible. So, but hey, you know, people got to do what they got to do and it's, I'll be there. So it'll be a fun time. So it'll be awesome. All right. Another day, today's another day and yet we've hit another fiat high for the year. This is, uh, this is trendy, man. This is something we've been going through. Having hype, pound that like button for the having freaking hype. So yeah, you fiat freaks. For me, one Bitcoin still equals one Bitcoin. The great SSM 59, and if you have a question, type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. Uh, SSM 59 left this comment, and we can analyze this comment. A good, a good story from out, out in the field. I was talking to one of my employees today, and she mentioned she had an interesting experience at her tax preparer's office regarding Bitcoin. Several years ago, she decided to invest a small amount in Bitcoin. 
In the past, her tax preparer had chided her for messing around with a scam. However, this year was different. Why is this night different than all other nights? Bitcoin was front and center, center on the tax pre preparation questionnaire. Further, my assistant asked if the tax preparer was seeing more people declaring Bitcoin on their taxes. She replied, oh, yes, quite a bit. And then followed by saying, and had I bought some back when I thought it was all BS, I wouldn't be doing this job right now. And that's the truth. Bear in mind, this was not a high-powered accounting firm dealing with rich people. This is a Walmart-level tax preparation firm dealing with mostly blue-collar, paycheck-to-paycheck folks. This is the organic growth we have been talking about for the last decade. Pound that like button. Hey, man, that's a good story. I, I do hope regular people are, are buying it, are stacking sats, at, as they say. And that's a, there's an example, a real life example, United States of America, of someone who has encountered this. Will we be hearing more stories like this this tax season and or, or this year? I think so. Uh, having hype will get more regular people interested in it also. And I, I praise those people because they are getting in uh, before some institutions really go whack into, into this space. And they won't be the ones complaining, oh, why did Wells Fargo buy up so many uh, Bitcoin and now it's so expensive and I can't buy any? Okay, so let's let's talk about pe uh, uh, you know people complain about the banks again. You, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. You get the Bitcoin. People complain about the Fed again. If you don't like the dollar, buy the Bitcoin. Well, here, Mr. Fed Chair Jay Powell just uh, like an uh, two hours ago. This was just tweeted out by a reporter uh, that I guess he's Jay Powell was speaking. People started asking about cryptocurrency related stuff. J-Pal on Facebook Libra. Libra lit a fire and it was a bit of a wake-up call that this was coming fast and could come in a way that is quite widespread and systematically important. In other words, Libra uh, is setting the example that not only you, not only governments can print their own money, but private uh, companies can do it. They're going to do it. It's going to inspire governments to print their own uh, Fed coins also. But uh, and it's it's systematically important. It's going to change the whole freaking system. Now, does he say is he going to give them a hard time? Well, let's not worry about that right now. Uh, but hey, Jay Powell asked about it. Didn't didn't shoot it down and say, no, this is it's totally illegal. We're, we're going to destroy it. it uh, he said it's uh, systematically uh, it's going to change the system and it is changed and it was a wake up call and they weren't maybe they weren't uh, expecting it so soon. And now that they know it's coming, they're going to have to get their Fed coin uh, off the ground also. Uh, but he didn't say all that. I'm just uh, kind of adding the Fed coin part. But I, I'm as, as many of you know, I think uh, Libra existing is a great thing because it does show the world that, hey. Governments aren't the only ones that can print money. It will get uh, people into Bitcoin. It will open up some people's mind. And unfortunately, it will get some people into Fedcoin when it comes around also. So, and we'll talk about that later. I know we'll talk about it right now. Pound that like button. So for most people on, on the planet Earth, and most people on the planet, they're used to their fiat currency. They're stuck. A lot of them are stuck in horrible fiat currencies that are just inflated and they've gone through hyperinflation. They've gone through all sorts of horrible situations through their lives. And 
um, most of them would love a negative interest rate U.S. dollar Fed coin, okay, or a Facebook Libra over – they would consider it so much more credible than their local currency. And this is something you have to bear in mind here. Um, they, they also – many people, because brand names mean so much to people, Facebook, United States dollar, those are brand names. Um, it, for many people, unfortunately, they would prefer those uh, – a U.S. dollar – uh, negative interest rate, yes, that they can they can figure out a way to make a negative interest rate. Uh, it, and uh, you know if if you're holding this at your uh, your Fed coin sponsored bank, uh, you we we take away some every month or whatever. There's negative interest rates right there. But uh, it, it also beats Bitcoin, sadly, for for some in some people's brains, for the non-thinking people that are just used to. So I, I, I for me, I we're we're smart here, okay. We're, we're 20 percenters. We know like, hey, it might be tempting to have that Fed coin or that Facebook coin. Uh, it shouldn't be tempting, but Bitcoin beats them all. But we have talked about on the show before uh, the credibility factor. And in terms of credibility, uh, it the, the Libra and the U.S. dollar negative interest rate uh, Fed coin, many people will prefer that at first. Then some people will learn that. Those ones have their, you know, being monitored by Mark Zuckerberg or being monitored by uh, the, the the United States. Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe I, I'll get into Bitcoin. And then I, I do I do want to remind all the altcoin freaks out there that man, you're way down the totem pole in terms in terms of credibility factor and people in these these countries adopting your coin. I mean, they've never heard of your coin before, dude. Uh, they they much prefer the U.S. dollar. Uh, something to do with Facebook, then Bitcoin, then then your altcoin, but they that they've never heard of. So, uh, just just wanted to point that 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 thing out. Also, uh, but be patient, be patient. As we talked about above, uh, regular people in the United States of America are, are getting into Bitcoin. It's it's a process, long term thinking, guys. It's a, a lot in you know the 20, 2024, strong hand twenty twenty four. It's going to be a lot different then. It's going to be a lot different in twenty twenty eight. Somebody asked me uh, in the chat, Adam, can you do a show on why the Bitcoin uh, trading volume is higher than it, it was in 2017? Well, uh, there's a lot more moneyed interest in the space now, okay? Back in 2017, there were a lot of people going back and forth into altcoins, uh, Bitcoin, uh, and, and just buying altcoins with dollars, which wasn't affecting the Bitcoin volume that much. ICOs with Ethereum, that wasn't affecting the Bitcoin volume. We, we've got more professional type of entities in the space now, okay, that are just trading Bitcoin at a very fast pace, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, that increases the volume. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the whole the whole circular ecosystem, uh, uh, the, what's it? The, the, the velocity, the Bitcoin trading velocity is, is way up. And there are more people that are using Bitcoin. So it, it's, you're going to, this is going to happen all the time. More and more people are here. I mean, the real simple answer is just, there's more people in the space, but I think a lot of the players in the space are uh, just moving it back and forth faster, doing all these nonsense, nonsense with it, trading this, that, Hey, they can do what they want to do. And uh, also the Bitcoin volume trading volume metric. I really don't care that much about it in the sense that there was a lot of it that was fake in 2017. And you got to assume that, not as much of it is fake now, but there's still a, a big. There, there are the you know the ten reliable exchanges uh, method. If you care about the volume, 
I, I really don't. I really don't care about the volume uh, trading volume that much. As you know, I, I discourage people from doing that. Long term thinking, baby. Buy and hold, strong hand, of course. But hey, there's there, there's your answer. It's it's not a complex. It's not a very complex answer. Um, and it's and that's that's not anyway. So moving on. Uh, we got the, this is a good one for you Litecoin and <laughs> Bcash freaks out there. Uh, case study uh, and metrics freaks out there. I mean, we just talked about trading volume as a metric. There, we still, we're still early on in this game where these metrics are questionable. And here's another uh, questionable uh, one. New case study in how on-chain applications can skew important coin, uh, coin metrics. And metrics, coin metrics are especially unreliable when you go down the altcoin totem pole, okay? With Bitcoin, they can be a little bit more, they can actually tell you something. As you start getting into like second tier, third tier altcoins, they're not really going to tell you anything because they can be manipulated and skewed. And this story is about two top tier altcoins uh, getting they're getting skewed, the, uh, the, the metrics uh, – uh, in, in relation to uh, well, here, we'll talk about it. this short post illustrates using on-chain da data to investigate the source of a seemingly anomalous weekly bump in active address use using uh, active addresses using Litecoin and Bcash. For these cryptocurrencies, active addresses are highest on Tuesdays by as much as fifty percent or more. So that's that's freaky. A prominent coin metric is active addresses. Okay. In an interval of time, it represents how many unique wallet addresses engaged on on-chain uh, transactions as, as inputs or outputs. Okay. In, the metric pertains to scaling, value, use cases, adoption, and so on. Okay. I agree with that. Uh, it's simple and powerful. Now, should you be putting so much worth into it, though? Some projects show an intuitive trend. Bitcoin has a robust weekday and weekend rhythm. More wallets are active during the week than during the weekend. And that makes all the sense in the world. If you've got a, a legitimate coin out there, like Bitcoin, the mo mo active addresses are going to increase uh, on the weekdays. That makes sense. That's what people are working. That's what people weekend people take off. They're not on their computers. We all see at the numbers down in social media on the weekends too. It's the same. Th so but Ethereum demonstrates the same trend. He says it's not as pronounced. So why the heck is Bcash and Litecoin? Why are they different? Well, here you go. A company called Bitcoin Aliens produced a game that gives away Bcash and Litecoin every Tuesday as a kind of faucet in exchange for viewing ads. All right. So those coins are so, well, they're not really being used for that much that this one, uh, so, so this is telling us something about the coins, but it's this Bitcoin aliens. I mean, it's, it's, it's making, it's totally skewing the metrics Tuesdays. There should be pumps on Tuesdays. That's just wild. So it shows you uh, not much really going on on Litecoin and Bcash if, if something like that can happen. And, uh, you know, in, when you see weird freakazoid numbers like that, you got to dig deep to see what the heck is going on. And, well, the, it's linked to below if you want to read more about, the, uh, about that situation. But the good news is that Bitcoin makes sense in, in, that, uh, in that metric. 
Now oh, we got a question from Roman Q. I buy Bitcoin over the counter with Lightning. None of this is captured in the stats. The, ooh, the real stats are not priced in. The halving is not priced in. Pound that like button. I like that. I like that. All right. Let's see. We got uh, Ja Ratao says, made 9.2% of my Bitcoin today with my MWC. My hard hold is bigger. It is a great day. Strong hands. Well, dude, I give you all the credit in the world. You held on to that crypto dividend when many of us were like, whoa, I can make 4%, 5% on this, which was amazing um, that you held on to that crypto dividend and made 9.2%. More power to you, dude. More power to you. No regrets for the people who did it. Just there will be more crypto dividends and you will hear about them first. And you are, I, I get, Jal, or I, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your Portuguese name. If it's Portuguese, if it's Indian, whatever it is, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it. Um, you know that Bitcoin it, it, to be a holder that you get interest on your Bitcoin in the form of crypto dividends and you really made the most of it. So I say pound that like button for you, dude. Really, you've got more Bitcoin today and that's what it's all about. Getting more Bitcoin uh, through this process, not getting tempted by these uh, whack altcoins and, and valuing your wealth in dollars and keeping your bit. If you would have kept your Bitcoin on an exchange or a, or a, a platform that gave you interest, you wouldn't have gotten 9.2% more Bitcoin. No, no, no. Personal responsibility is a new culture. And that's what crypto dividends are. They are about personal responsibility. You get them when you take care of your private key, when you control your own Bitcoin on your Trezor, your ledger, whatever it is. Uh, all right. So, and just what a world we live in where that one entity keeps on buying up that MWC for whatever his, his or her or its reasons are, and that we as regular people can benefit can be directly connected. In, in the old days, you would have to have insider connections to, to get a, a, a flow of, of money like this, you know, to be connected to people who made questionable economic decisions by buying something. Uh, like only only what fellow one percenters would make money off of one percenters making. And there's nothing wrong with one percenters. But now regular people can make money off of funds and uh, one percenters doing wild things like buying MWC at any price when in fact it was free. <laughs> Why buy something that is for free? Hey, he's going to do, he's going to do what he's going to do. You are benefiting. It's a great story that you got 9%, 9.2%. Um, and I think right now you can guys can go over to hot bit right now. I don't know what it's, it's, it's worth a lot. I try. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's, let's move on here. Talking about Bitcoin aliens. Let's talk about Jameson Lop uh, about a tweet. Bitcoin is creating a new class of high net worth individuals who will reshape the world via entrepreneurship, investment, and philanthropy. So I, I agree with that. There are people now um, who, if back in the day when Bitcoin didn't exist, they, if these dudes existed in the 1960s, many people. Uh, would not become high net worth individuals that are going to be that are becoming high net worth individuals. And it, it is really uh, awesome that uh, this financial innovation has come around that allows more people to get into the game as it, as it were. And what are these new type of high net worth individuals going to do with their wealth in when they become one percenters again, nothing wrong with being a one percenter when they are one percenters, you know, next year, or already, or in 10 years, or in 20 years when they're about to retire. It, it's, it's a whole new 
it's unpredictable. And these are the type of people, they're in motion, okay? They're creative type of people, a lot of them. Uh, some of them will just do the same thing. You get, get in the same old boring philanthropy. Some people are going to create, um, you know what I say, you know, cloud cities on Venus, baby. <laughs> shoot, shoot for, don't just shoot for the moon, shoot for Venus. So it, it is interesting to, and some of the replies that uh, Jameson Lopp got to this were so, we're, we're typical of people that are not in motion. They're like, oh, a bunch of rich white guys. Yeah, what are they going to do different? I mean, hey, that yeah, compete, don't complain. The people who are going to be the high net worth individual, they weren't complaining. They were competing. So more power to them. And yeah, it's going to reshape the world. Uh, you're going to reshape the world in, in on all sorts of different fields because they're going to invest in other people in businesses that never would have been invested in before. So that kind of that kind of tweet is very inspirational and. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to be be part of it. Wink, wink. All right. So, um, what else do we uh, let, let's so let's go the opposite here, opposite direction. And talk politics. You know, speaking, we're talking about productive individuals. Now, the the, the people in the uh, the government, they're not very government jobs are not productive, of course. But it's funny when you're trying to get these uh, political positions, elected positions, you create a whole industry around you that is like you know Mike Bloomberg. I mean, he, he, around his brand, you know, vote for me, he's creating a whole, uh, a productive industry, productive industry, paying, paying for newspapers, for advertisements, paying, paying people to work, et cetera, et cetera. Um, at, at the end of the day, they're, well, anyway, the, the point is, is that uh, there is an article from the Bulwark and it brings up something that is a little disturbing in, in terms of politics. It talks about the Bernie bros and the, that do you need a mob? Can you win a presidency without an online mob now? Okay, because the Bernie bros, uh, he calls them brown shirts, uh, that that they go around policing online. If someone says something bad about Bernie, they uh, pile on, on them and it seems to work. <laughs> it, it, some, some say that the, they were, the MAGA people were like that. And so I thought about this since it appears that it works. And then I thought about, you know, in, in my uh, when I'm reading Twitter and I, I read it as a blog, but I see all these people spending so much time attacking other coins, attacking Bitcoin. And I, I wonder if the and, and there are definitely some altcoin mobs out there. You can't deny it. Now, are those people real? Does it really matter if they're real or not? You can you can create big people online that are part of your altcoin mob. So. Is this going to be an integral part of uh, altcoin pumping in the future? Having a, a Bernie-like mob, having an altcoin mob. Is this going to be a, a new, a legitimate marketing technique for businesses even? having And, and obviously, they, they'd be friendlier mobs for, for a business, one would hope. I mean, But in, in terms of altcoin pumps, is it's if Bernie's successful uh, becoming a, a – prominent uh, politician winning elections due to uh, mobs. Uh, I'm And altcoins already have these mobs that are similar to his. One would think that they might be, it might become more prominent in our space, which again, this is where the big boys play. So you can ignore those people and just know one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. But a lot of people aren't. And I, I think uh, we're in to see some altcoin mob uh, uh, altcoin pumps in, in the future. That's why you don't you don't want to gamble with these things. But if they're successful, and I, I'm thinking about uh, two coins specifically, 
that, that have mobs and do pump sometimes and, and have like no basis in reality for any value. Uh, we'll see. It's, it's the wild, wild west around here. So you can read that article if you want about it. It doesn't mention all coins at all, but I just extrapolated it upon uh, the, the crypto space. And I believe that is the end of the show. And I got to clean up the Airbnb. Get out of here. Thanks a lot, dudes. Uh, you'll see me in L.A. Uh, in a little bit over 24 hours. I don't know what time the show is going to be on. Maybe it'll be a little late. Uh, I just want to make sure I covered everything. What was the title of the show anyway? Uh, hey, we got it under 30 minutes, though. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Uh, remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below, uh, pound that like button, bang that bell button. And yeah, I did I did cover everything. I will say hi to everybody in the chat right when after I push this uh, end button. California, no doubt about it.